Anyway, guys, we're back. It's not raining this week. It's always sunny. It, it's really never sunny in Philadelphia. We get summertime and then God looks down on us. But we're here. We're happy to be running back again. I just got paid. I got some money. I, did you get paid? No, I'm I, bar- got, I barely got money. It's okay. I got enough money for both of us. We we got money this week. All righty. Cue the intro. We got money. You got money. All right. This is this is really my favorite time of year. We're in the middle of the NFL season. We're at the start of the basketball season. Yep. Uh, hold on. Introductions are in order. Chris Thomas, Freeman Hudgens, and, and a special guest from the Bear Down Girl podcast, Miss Caitlin Leaner. Caitlin, how are you doing? Hey guys, I'm good. Thanks for having me. There we go. No problem. I really like the name of that podcast, by the way. That's Thank actually you. pretty dope. I like that. Uh, I, don't, I don't like your choice in football teams, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I'm, a, I'm a ride or die. The struggle is real sometimes, but I'm going to ride for my team. And I, it's a dark time right now, but I'm still here. I'm still standing. We will get to the Bears later. I really, I, I don't think it's as bad as you guys make it seem, but you know, I'm on the outside looking then. It's good to get well, an inside perspective. I, I have to say, like, if you're in the mix of it, like I am, and I'm just around, I, I, I interact with a bunch of Bears fans. It's like dark times right now, apparently, to them. They're the negative Nancys. I'm surrounded by them. It's, well, o- it's okay. At least you got the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. That's pretty yeah, good. They're up, yeah, yeah, they're up and coming. I'm, I'm in. For, I'm, I'm all in for them this year. You get, the Bears just need a kicker. That's, that's really it. A quarterback is asking too much. Uh you actually know it's your fault on both ends. You guys let Robbie Gold go, and then you took Trubisky. You traded up for Trubisky. Yeah, I think the Bears are kind of cursed when it comes to quarterbacks. For some reason, they just can't get it right. And in terms of kicker, Eddie, he's actually been pretty decent this year. He just had a really bad game, but I think True. he's actually um, better than Cody Parkey. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa now. We don't talk bad about Cody Parkey. On Especially this on this show. Listen, once an eagle, always an eagle. The double doink, he did it for us. When I saw him lining up for the kick, I'm like, Cody, don't you forget where you came from, bro. They can't take what you were. They can never take away. It was like it was like Mufasa on the clouds of Chicago at Soldier Field. Remember. Remember who you are. No, Cody Parkey is a bum. So rude. We'll First of all, he's a, yeah, he's a terrible kicker, but he did not deserve those death threats. Man, he won us a game against Indianapolis. No, no one, yeah, no one ever deserves death threats. But what really got me, which I was like, I wasn't, I was feeling bad for him and everything, and I was kind of wishing for the best for him. And then he goes on the Today Show, and it makes it all about himself, and that's where I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> the Today Show thing was a bad look. I feel like NFL players need to not do, you know, what reality TV stars do. Keep that to, you know, maybe the NBA. NFL, you got 50 guys in the locker room. Try to stay on their good side. Yeah, Antonio Brown. Orlando Scandrick. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, moving over. <laughs> this is our, 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 what, third time trying this segment. Yeah. We killed it last week. We had two seconds to spare. I think we're getting better at this. The one minute man segment. Uh, I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous about this one because we actually got some good topics here, especially when we talk about the Warriors. I love to brag about them all day and night. All right, let's start it out. Ten minutes on the clock. All right. 
KD confirms that Draymond was a big part of him leaving the Warriors. I think we all kind of knew that. Yeah. But how do you feel about this Kevin Durant press tour? I don't I don't understand it. It's like Draymond was the reason why you pretty much signed with Golden State, but he's also the reason why you left. His he's way too inconsistent for me. It's like I I will pretty he's pretty much said I'll take a bullet for Russell Russell Russell, and then all of a sudden he tells him I'm staying, then he leaves. Just too much inconsistency with him. I'm just like, dog, at this point, just say I just feel like it's best for me to do this, that, and the third, and just keep it at that. I think that Hollywood got it wrong when they put Will Smith in to star in Gemini, man. I think it should have been Kevin Durant. (laughs) Because we really don't know which Kevin Durant we're going to get. Are we going to get the humble, uh, you know, young boy, Seattle, OKC? Thunderstruck Durant. Oh, God. Don't remind me of that movie. Are we going to get him? Or are we going to get this Hollywood guy who's just doing his press tour? He's talking trash about Draymond, which I'm all for because I just don't like Draymond Green. But I really don't like KD even more. So I'm in the middle. I don't know how to feel about this. I think it's I think it's unnecessary at this point. It's yeah. a new NBA season. Let bygones be bygones. Let's just move you on. You had a chance to like air your grievances over the summer, and you didn't do that. You didn't do it. And now you're doing it during the regular season when, unlike you, other people have stuff to do right now other than rehab. So, come on. Let the guys play. Yeah. Uh, next one. Why do people keep giving Josh Gordon a chance? Seattle picked him up. Only thing that really happened at our trade deadline wasn't a trade, but still. Yeah. I don't get it. There's too many red flags. Listen, here's the thing. The only way I can think about it is because one GM just wants to be right. See, I got this guy for absolutely nothing. And, yeah, I'm paying off because this guy, he's on a playoff team right now. He's helping me win a playoff game. See, I'm smarter than everybody. Other than that, I can't figure it out. This guy, he failed out in Cleveland. If Belichick wants nothing to do with you, then that pretty much tells you everything you need to know about this player when you pick this guy up. That really is the huge alarming red flag for me. If you don't get that Patriot seal of approval, it can go one of two ways. You either somehow have enough talent to get picked up somewhere like Josh Gordon is, or nobody wants anything to do with you. But you couldn't even cut it on the Browns. Yeah. It just doesn't work out. Yeah, Caitlin, what do you think? Um, in terms of Josh Gordon, I just don't understand like the pros and even trying to pursue him because so I just read recently that he the reason why the Patriots released him is because he was kind of being late to meetings and not being able to like reach him in time. So I just think like the best ability is availability and he's rarely available, whether it be his personal issues he's dealing with or yeah, and the thing is that I used to defend him because he was one of the biggest things about like last year, like when Garcia let him take a time off. I thought like you know mental health. Yeah. I thought it was good for him to be upfront about it, but it's like at this point, it's just like uh, I'm I'm sick of this song. I'm sick of the Swan song on him. You just gotta let it go at some point, and I I think it's time to stick a fork in Josh Gordon. But you know Russell Wilson brings the best out in people. It might be something to behold over there. Yeah. But in speaking of, you know, sticking a fork in people, are the Broncos officially tanking? Joe Flacco talks out and says exactly what we're all thinking about the play calls, and he just gets, you know, dumped. Apparently, he's hurt. He, I don't believe that. Yeah, quote-unquote injury there. And now he's out of the picture. And what, what are the Broncos doing? Yeah, they're, they're tanking, man. 
Is, is, is it official? Here's my thing. If you were going to go all in on like, you know what, we're not going to, we're just going to mail it in, then why didn't you get rid of Chris Harris for just about anything? And that's also kind of the issue I have with this trade deadline. It's like everybody overvalued their assets way too much. That's why there was no like action went on. Everybody was like, oh my God, it's a boring tra- day trade line. I'm going to look at the trends. The Khalil Mack trade, two first round picks. Uh, Laramie Tunsil to uh, Houston, two first round picks. Uh, just uh, Muhammad Sanu kind of killed the wide receiver market by going to New England for a second round pick. Yeah, so definitely. that's also the reason why like the trade deadline was quiet is because like you know if you want this guy, even if it is a rental, we're gonna need the King's ransom, and it's like nobody wants to bite on a King's ransom. It's just it, it's really weird to me during the trade deadline in the NFL because I'm like fifty man roster here, you can afford to let somebody go. As many trades as we'll see during the NBA trade trade deadline. I'm like, there's only, you're only going nine deep there in the NBA, yet they're still making trades. You tell me one out of 50 guys can't go on your team? Well, I think he's worth more than a fifth round draft pick. No, I don't agree with that. It's ridiculous. Caitlin, how do you feel about the Broncos? Is Are they finally calling in on... case scenario for them yeah and honestly yeah just it, Trayvon Miller from the offseason you get Bradley Chubb back um you're letting go Chris Harris for nothing because you didn't trade him during the trade deadline and just start over and to be fair if Angio has nothing to work with on that defense your only other pass rusher towards ACL for the season Von Miller's getting a lot older that Broncos defense period just hasn't been the same since Wade Phillips left for LA I'll say this about John Elway I too believed in Paxton Lynch and we'll move on to the next topic. <laughs> you know what? You know what? That's fine. I, I thought Brock Osweiler was going to be a decent starter. Oh, yeah. Oh, we are not the same. I, I did not feel. Oh that well, exactly. Well, well, where's Paxton Lynch playing now? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Uh, Someone right. one got a Super Bowl ring, so that is true. <laughs> but this is the big question of the week, man. I've been thinking about it all week. Who has the better chokehold, Debo from Friday, Chris Benoit, or Ben Simmons? Who? Who, who has the better one? The Crippler Crossface is a classic. And Debo, really, if it wasn't for that brick laying on the ground, Debo wins that fight. But Ben Simmons made Carl Anthony Towns tap. Uh, who you going with? I feel like we... I feel like that name should not be mentioned on... Oh, man, that was years All ago. Right, Nobody know, remembers All right, fine. Happened. You know what? I'm just saying, like, if Ben Simmons didn't make Carl Anthony Towns tap out... He did. You going with Ben on this one? No, I'm going with Ben Juan. The man won a world title with that with that hole. You are correct. And he has an awesome theme song. Uh, I'm going to go with Ben Simmons on that. 
Because I don't know about you, but Jersey people love to fight, and I've never really wanted to tangle with them. So to see one of them tap in Philly on our court made me feel really good. And a light-skinned brother did it, no less. I've never seen two light-skinned black dudes fight like that. Usually it's just an argument. I, I was very proud of that. Uh, <laughs> I'm canceled, aren't I? <sighs> anyway, Caitlin, what do you think? I'm... <laughs> I, hey, I, I'm with Ben Simmons. I gotta give it to him. I didn't, I didn't know he had that in him. Never knew him to be like one to fight like that. I mean, I'm actually more surprised at just the fact that he wasn't fined or suspended because you're like literally putting a dude in a chokehold, and he, he doesn't get any kind of like, like no consequences or anything. But the whole yeah, nation he, saw that chokehold. Hold on. Can can we give an honorable mention for another chokehold? Who? Uh, Melvin from Baby Boy. Oh, that is a good chokehold. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry I didn't mention that in the first place. If good. that's the case, I'm giving it to Melvin. Yeah, mm. dog. He just choked him out, saying like, "Yeah, I'm still seeing your mom." Then after that, slapping the back of his head, saying, "Yo, you want something from the store? You want something from the store?" That's the part that gets me. It's just <laughs> I'm like, man, yeah, I want some now and later, but leave me alone. Uh, last one. Last Such one. a terrible one. seconds on the clock here. Mike Malone's comments calls for concern. I don't know if you guys heard. I didn't hear until you told me. Uh, honestly, it sounded a lot like George Carl from what he was saying. Yeah. I believed in it. I'm just, I don't think he's a snake for anything that he said. I think it's okay. Listen, I just said one thing about in regards to the Nuggets. The Nuggets need a leader because I don't think Jokic is the vocal leader that they need. I don't think Jamal Murray is going to be taking that next step to be a leader. And they just need toughness. True. They have no toughness at all. It's all offense. So and, you think he was just trying to light a fire? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's better late than never. Yeah. I don't think this is late. I think this is very early and perfect timing in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Uh, we went over it. Well, uh, how, how many seconds? Uh, I mean, only by a couple. Okay, that's we, fair. We, this is still, you know, a trying thing. We're getting better at it. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I, I really killed it with that Chris Benoit, Ben Simmons question. I, I think I deserve a 10-second applause on that one. Yeah, but you left out Melvin, though. I really did leave out Melvin. I'm sorry. I really want now leaders. This is our show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is how our show goes. Pop culture and sports, which are hand in hand in my opinion. Let's move it over to the NBA. Can we can we just get to the juicy bit? I'm actually salivating yeah. over this. Okay. NBA Warriors just blowing up. It's it's really delicious to watch this happen. To watch the people who destroyed the sport that I love so much. Destroy playoff basketball in the best time, one of the best times of the year, the NBA Finals over the past, what, four or five years. The Warriors are imploding. And, you know, you hate to see it. You know, unless you're me. Then you love this. I'm loving every second of it. You know, Stephanie Curry went down with a hand injury. Very sad to see it. Brave woman. Uh, unanimous MVP. Uh... But, yeah, I think that's the last straw for the Warriors. All you got left is, you know, D'Angelo Russell, who we've had trade rumors about since the offseason. Yeah. Which is really not fair to him. Uh, and then Draymond Green actually sprained his left pinky. And, you know, get him a Band-Aid and some ointment. You never like to see an owie on the court. Uh, 
Yeah, what, 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 what can the Warriors do? Is it time to blow it up? I don't know. Kaylin, what do you think? Thompson might get him, you know, after the All-Star break. Possibly before it. That'd be great. Uh, Draymond's got to hold down the fort <laughs> defensively. <laughs> defensively. I'm not saying for both sides of the court. And he's not doing a good job of holding it down defensively, honestly. They have a lot of young guys. They have, what, the fourth youngest team in the league right now. Yeah. It's really hard. to Either you play defense already coming into the NBA, or you probably never will. And that's the sad reality of what the Warriors are dealing with. Well, sad for other people, glorious for me. Uh, I, I, I don't really know what they do. I would blow it up personally because I want to see it blown up. But Chris, what would you do? They're not. Do- they're just done for this season. Really? Already? No. Yeah, they are. Uh, you're not going to get anything from Draymond Green offensively instead from like what you already have seen, which is like no more like 15 points. The guy had six points, and the guy had to be the delegated number two option, obviously behind D'Angelo Russell. What you should do is that just – and it's kind of funny that Stephen A. Smith is advocating for Steph Curry sitting out the season with an injury and like the Warriors just tanking. Meanwhile – you was all over Sam Hinkie and the Philadelphia 76ers for doing the same thing, and you wanted that man's job, and you took that man's job along with Adam Silver and the rest of the league. This but, is true. But that's neither here or there. I'm not bitter. I am. <laughs> but anyway, going no anyway going forward, it should just be it should like next season get Steph, get Clay 100% fully healthy. For next year, you're going to be in position for a top three pick, whether it's LaMelo Ball or R.J. Hampton or anybody else who I really have to see more of this uh, college basketball field before like, I make an actual deduction. And by the All-Star break, you should be looking to shop D'Angelo Russell and both Draymond Green, like maybe like in a package deal for somebody. You've wanted Draymond traded for a minute now. Yeah, honestly, because if you don't have the two best shooters – and for Kevin Durant being there, the three best shooters, it's like I understand what he does defensively, but it's not – you could just find anybody else defensively like like a Marcus Gasol or like a Rudy Gobert or somebody else. But the reality is this. Draymond doesn't do anything for you now that what you need. You are harder on Draymond than I am. I may not like no, his the personality, reason, but I do respect his game. I respect his now. game. The reason why I have, like, issues with it is because for years – People will literally be advocating saying this guy's a top five power forward. Saying he's an all star. Yeah, better better than Anthony Davis, better than Blake Griffin. I don't I don't 
recall anybody saying he's better. No, than well, 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 your social media feed is different than mine. That is true. So. That is true. And, and, it's, di- and, and it's obviously different from hers because all she does is follow Chicago Bears fans. I mean, I, I'd rather talk to Chicago Bulls fans than Warriors fans, to tell you the truth. Uh, they're actually pretty quiet right now. Yeah. Warriors fans are quiet, and it's a shame because I still think no, they as should, much as I hate. They traveled up the road. They're in the Staples Center now. Hey, Amen. Much as I hate the Warriors, I still think there's things to look forward to. This team doesn't need to be, you know, blown up and reassembled. I think I don't think this season is lost either. I don't believe that. When I've seen a dynasty, I've seen dynasties like the Warriors come and go. I don't think they just blow up over one off season. That just doesn't happen. But speaking of dynasties, let's. I hate to talk about this dynasty. They looked really good last night. Lakers versus Mavs. Another thing I salivated over. I just love basketball, man. Is this going to be a future playoff matchup? Wouldn't surprise me if this is a first-round matchup. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking exactly that. First-round matchup, Lakers-Mavs. Mavs being the lower seed, obviously. Yeah. Uh, that was a hell of a game last night. Yeah, man. dude. Like, well, I, I only got, caught the end of it, but I feel like that was the best. No, like when I got home, um, I was talking to my friend Stone. Um, he was telling me about that Danny Green three pointer uh, that put that game in overtime, and I just saw that three pointer. I'm like, that's that's a professional three pointer, three point marksman. You know that, what you that play was what? Because I've seen it many times, and I hate this other dynasty as well. What? That was exactly. Oh, I forgot what Popovich used to call, it, but that's a Spurs play. Yeah, the hammer. That's what that play is called. It's designed specifically for Danny Green to be at the top right or left wing, receive a screen, person who has the ball is on the other side. They run around, and it's got to be Tony. It used to be Tony Parker because yeah. him getting to the rack is very annoying because he could finish on anybody. Or, now it's LeBron James. Or Manu. Or Manu. LeBron James is now running that where he would command somebody to move over or a double team, and which we did get the movement. Kick it out to Danny Green who's coming off the screen in the corner, and it's Danny Green that's bred every time he has the green light. And I'm so happy. Frank, uh, oh my God. Frank Vogel. Give him the credit, man, for watching old Spurs highlights. And it's like, yo, let's just run that play. Yeah, so when I saw that Frank Vogel signing, I'm like, this is the perfect sign for L.A. Everybody wanted Tyron Lue, but moments like this is exactly why you should be happy you got Frank Vogel. Now here's, I don't think Tyron I don't trust – yeah, I'm sorry. I don't trust any other guy that has been previously coached by LeBron, except for the exceptional Mike Brown because I feel like you'll get a little more defensively from him. But Frank Vogel, he's coached up all those Pacer teams with Danny Granger, Roy Hebert, Paul George, Lance Stevenson. So you know their calling card was always going to be defense. Yeah. He's also a film guy. Yeah. You can tell by that play. Yeah. Forced uh with that forced overtime there and then LeBron just handled things in overtime. Yeah. What about uh Kaylin? You seen that game last night? I, I didn't get to see it. I got to just recap it. Um I guess well, I just LeBron just basically like, Oh, we're getting another triple triple double like it's nothing and Luca, I hear a lot of a lot of good stuff about him. That's nice up and coming player. Um and I think, yeah, the Mavericks being like an – they could be a little bit of a surprise team maybe in the playoffs, maybe get further than we think they would. Um, but I think I, it's early in the regular season, so I don't – it's almost like I can't put too much stock into these kind of games. But, sure. um Solid overall, overall for LeBron. 
Yeah. How I feel, well, it's funny that you mentioned uh, that they could get farther in the playoffs. I just remember last time we got Lakers, Mavs in the playoffs. Mavs won that. Like, dismantled. They not only won, they swept them. Yeah. Dismantled those guys. I was thinking, I'm like, maybe if that's the first round matchup, I could maybe see this. And, you know, obviously last night's game going to overtime, I could see things swinging in the Mavs' favor. That's why I want to see this as a first-round matchup. Yeah, and um, listen, Luka Doncic is just phenomenal. I've been a fan I of— He's the Patrick Mahomes of the NBA. <sighs> I really believe he is, where it's just like, does he deserve all this credit? We don't know, but it feels like he's taken some of the talent from the number one guy in the league and kind of made it his own. Look at them two getting triple-doubles last night, Luka and LeBron. Very similar players, in my opinion. Yeah, but when I look at Luca and his style of play, it just he makes it look so effortlessly. I'm just like, this well, guy's been playing grown men since he was 14. Yeah, and that's the thing. I'm just like, I'm looking at his triple doubles now. When I watch the tape over, and I'm just like, everything he does is effortless. The shoot, his shooting finally caught up to him because like he struggled on that earlier, like in his rookie year. Uh, yeah. The first game last year against the Suns, like he had a lot of and a lot of rim outs with three pointers. But we well, got to deal with the difference in the range right there. Yeah, but. He's, his, his ability is on very quick. Yeah, his, his shooting is caught on. His ability to get to the rack is like a one. Um, I wish he still had a little more like attitude on defensive end, but you, give, he, give him some time. But give you got to get used to the NBA but, and their aggressive. But as far as I've seen, like he's probably the best twenty year old player I've I've I personally have watched. Uh, the only one I could think that was better is LeBron. Yeah. And that's a high compliment, right? Yeah, there. and like but the difference is that like LeBron wasn't as a good as, as good as a shooter as Luke is now at 20. Yeah. Definitely. He did his And honestly, I'll go one step further. I think I think down the line I think Luka Doncic will be a top 5 European player of all time. Easily. I easily believe that. Yeah, cuz you got Dirk, you got uh Paul Gasol. Uh about Porzingis his teammate. Ooh. Exactly. This is Dirk's sons. That's what I call the Mavs. I'm yeah. like Dirk's sons. And, and, the and, and, and that draft day trade for Trey Young and Luka Doncic makes sense because Dirk is going to be there to help Luka understand, like, you know, the transition from European basketball for, like, you know, playing in Dallas. Yeah, it's totally different. Yeah. But, man, I, I really see it for the Mavs. I really see it for this Lakers-Mavs matchup. I really hope we get that come the playoffs. If we don't, eh, okay. But I I sort of see this as a changing of the guard. I sort of see it like that. I, I wish the best for Luka. Yeah. But you know I don't wish the best for? Who? Carl Anthony Towns. Even though I'm a Timberwolves fan. <laughs> I know we mentioned it real quick, but this has been news all week. Sixers, Timberwolves. Did you watch that? Yeah. Did you see it live? Yeah. Well, no. I, I saw, like, clips of it. I had to watch the uh, Dan Cap. Caitlin, did you see, did you see that live or... No, I, I, I saw the aftermath, like all the social media. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, God. Everything about this was amazing. The aftermath. The Honestly, other than what started it, which was just a tangle up that Cat started himself, was amazing. All of this. Once I saw everybody jetting down the court, I'm like, oh, man. No, my favorite clip from the entire thing, which is like everybody else was in it, and like Al Horford was just like, can y'all just stop? Yeah, Al Horford is... 50,000 years old. He does not have time to get in the scuffle. Also, I like the note uh, to other 
the other eight Timberwolves fans who are cheering for this man. Andrew Wiggins didn't get in that at all. Oh, yeah, I know. And, like, that's the thing. I'm just like, all right, listen. I've said a lot of crap about Ben Simmons over the years, but as of right now, he's my favorite six. Exactly. He had no people in chokeholds, and it wasn't even Mike Scott out there putting people in chokeholds. It was Ben Simmons. If that was a betting line for Vegas, who's going to choke somebody out this game? I'm like, well, probably Mike Scott. I don't know. Maybe James Ennis. Ben Simmons, the Australian? No, I'm sorry. I would have put money. I'm like, what's Ben Simmons' line? Like, oh, uh. Plus, like, plus 2500 I'm like, all right, $5. What do yeah. I got to lose? You'd have, you'd have made out very well. Ben Simmons out there putting people to chokehold. Make and B just roasting Cat in, on, on Twitter. No, Instagram. And on Twitter. Oh, my goodness. I just, and I like Cat. I do. I really do. But it's hard to cheer for this man when you're taking multiple L's in one day. Shouts out to his mama, though. Shouts out to Carly Towns mama. That's a Jersey mama right there. She was giving that she was giving him be the middle finger, this that person him out, yeah. Oh, I loved it. And like the dad had to hold her back. I'm just like That's a Jersey couple right there. Jersey women are way more feisty than the men. I know. I live in South Philly. It's New Jersey light. It's oh my goodness. High life. Kaylin, what was your highlight of the whole just his his Twitter and uh Instagram feed? <laughs> I, I like that that was hilarious to me and then i gotta they obviously don't like each other it just seems like they have some personal beefs and someone brought up it's gotta be over a girl right because they're just like <laughs> me too like like into like personally like taking jabs at each other and i'm just i think carl anthony towns is more like trying to prove himself because he's Probably gets bullied around. He just wants to prove that he's a tough guy, so he's just overcompensating right now. Is this about Kendall Jenner? Oh, maybe. Oh, God. No. I don't get it. I don't get the whole Kendall Jenner thing. I don't. I mean, she's adorable, but that's it. That, that's it. She's, like, cute. I think her friendship with Tyler, the creator, is top tier right there because he just makes fun of her the whole time. And it's awesome, but... I mean, Why are you guys fighting over her if that's what this is about? This is outrageous. I don't man. know, but listen, I don't want to. Well, everybody was like, oh, man, Embiid's a fake tough guy. I'm like, first of all, Embiid doesn't even pretend to be a tough guy. The man is a seven foot troll. You've seen this man's Twitter game. He's not about fighting, he just wants to troll you and get into people's heads. That's literally what he does. After it gotten into that scuffle, he literally was just laughing and high fiving Mike Scott on the bench. True. I. I will give Cat a minor W for bringing up the meme of Embiid crying after you know we lost to yeah. Toronto. I thought you know that's an easy W right there. But other than that, it was a night full of L's. His team also lost. So. Yeah, and yeah, now he's got to go back to Minnesota with Car- Andrew Wiggins as his teammate. So who uh, really lost? I mean, I lost. <laughs> I lost. It's hard being a Timberwolves fan. One, there's only like nine of us, and the other eight like Andrew Wiggins. So I'm sitting there just like, guys, are we really this stupid that we're going to cheer for Andrew Wiggins? I saw somebody tweet that, by the way. I don't get on Twitter much, but people were just like, it's the Andrew Wiggins show now. They can't send down. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. 
we were down 20 with Cat there. I'm like, probably going to lose by 35. I, maybe we beat the Warriors loss this year. Ridiculous. You mean the Jeff Teague show? Why do you? Why are you like this? Why do you do this? Anyway, let, I'm done with the NBA. You've been taking all the fun out of it. Let's, <laughs> let's move over. Yeah. To the NFL. Yeah. It's a yeah. So I'll take center stage on this. This is all you. Okay. So 49ers played on Thursday against the Arizona Cardinals. One. So now they're eight and zero. This is probably the best start since uh, the '90s, honestly. Or the yeah. eight, or the eighties. I'm not sure. Somebody, we need, a, we need a fact checker. Um, bad. And obviously, you got the New Orleans Saints, whose only loss came mid game during the Drew Brees injury. And then we got Caitlin's favorite team, the Green I was Bay about Packers. To say, Caitlin loves the Packers, right? Yeah. How do you feel about Green Bay this year? Okay. First of all, the Packers are overrated. <laughs> <laughs> This is true. Is, he's just, just waiting to have an injury, like knowing his history. It's like at some point he's going to get hurt. It's just like, this team is going to get exposed. I think Why are you like this? <laughs> well, I've, this is the perfect matchup right now that we have. Well, Chris, you are a residential Packers fan. Well, Let's just okay, say okay. Aaron Rodgers defender. Okay, I'm right, I'm an Aaron Rodgers stand. I don't care. Listen, <laughs> I, I've already admitted to myself that like if I wasn't an Eagles fan growing up, I probably more than likely would be a Tennessee Titans fan because I grew up watching Steve McNair, then probably trans, then probably migrate to Green Bay because of Aaron Rodgers. What what is it? What I I, I agree with Caitlin here. Uh, I, I I don't get the whole Aaron Rodgers thing, man. I get, I do think the Packers are overrated. I've said it. I said it last week. I believe they're overrated. I like Aaron Jones. I definitely do. I don't like the rest of that team. I think that defense is overrated. The coach, I agree, is not running things over there. It's just Aaron Rodgers, which isn't a bad thing. But like, I don't believe in Aaron Rodgers being healthy. Then what do you do? Now it's time to coach the team. What do you do? No answer for that. So because you have the best so because you have a top five quarterback, you're not really coaching? It just seems like he's not. I'm saying there there are okay. I believe Andy Reid is coaching Kansas City. I believe that. Okay. I so Belichick is So by Patriots. so by that logic was what's what's the difference between like what what's going on this year as opposed to Mike McCarthy and company last year? I believe Mike McCarthy was calling things. But Aaron Rodgers was not having it. And I believe now that we're sitting over here this season, LaFleur is sitting there like, eh, I'm going to let Aaron Rodgers do what he wants. Here's the thing. Devontae Adams has missed about a month of football. This Ger- is true. Geronimo Allison has missed some time. That's along a with Mart- stupid name. Well, Tom Law with Martez, Valtez, Scanning. Oh, my God. All these That's no- another stupid name. Oh, my God. Those are just like Catholic names. But <laughs> <laughs> So Aaron Rodgers is thrown to a bunch of four-string practice squad wide receivers and Jimmy Graham, who hasn't been good since, like, his first year in Seattle. So obviously – You're being very rude to this receiving core right now. I I'll mean, put that out there, but continue. Yeah, so Matt LaFleur comes in, tries to give them an identity, and obviously I feel like every team should have this identity. You know, run the football. Use Aaron Jones. Use Jamal Williams when Aaron Jones is, like, you know, on the sidelines catching a breather. Their their de- their 
their offseason acquisitions are finally beginning to pick up. Zaria Smith was a really underrated pickup from Baltimore. You know, them getting him their ability to get to the pass rush a lot better. Him, Preston Smith, Jarrier Alexander, who I was big out of. Uh, Louisville is honestly stepping up. Uh, Kevin King has also been a solid corner. Uh, even Adrian Amos. I mean, like, he's not like a world beater, but it's like. No. <laughs> Just a hard no on that one. I mean, I mean, I mean. To be fair, like I also saw y'all hyping up Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Also, that man's name is Hassan. I will not be calling him <laughs> Ha Ha on this show. Should have uh, been. Should have been an eagle. What you said just now, Chris, sounds a lot like the Niners, though. The second half of it. Yeah. We're talking about the run game and then all the acquisitions on defense coming to fruition. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but I'm still pick out of all those out of those three teams. I still think the Saints are the best team in the NFC. Packers and Niners are like neck and neck for second. You're really putting the Niners at second. I got them number one right now in the NFC, in my opinion. I, I really I'm just saying, like, like, this is probably Sean Payton's, like, best coaching job I've seen out of him since, like, probably his first year in New Orleans. And that's cool and all. I don't see anybody on the defensive side as good as Boza on those other two teams. I just don't. I don't know. Cameron Jordan's actually pretty good. That's cute and all. I'm still going with Boza, hands down. I'm not saying there aren't other good players on those other two teams as far as defense is concerned. I am going with Bozy. This I'll, is unfair that this is his only – this is just his first year. Yeah. It's only getting better from here. Thought the Bosa brothers are phenomenal. Not fair. Yeah. They're not fair. They're cheat codes, and I'm all for it. Jimmy G, a week ago, I talked smack about him. He went out there. I know it's Arizona. I know. The man still threw, what, four touchdowns. Got to get whenever you throw four touchdowns, you get credit. I don't care who you played, I don't care who you are, you get credit. I'm going with the 49ers on this. That's the team that I'm the most worried about, not named the Patriots. And I think that will be the Super Bowl. Okay, anyway, like, I think the NFC is going to be like a madhouse. Um, the 49ers they have the style that is built for January, you know, plethora of running backs, Matt Perdita, Tevin Coleman. Uh, really good front seven. They lost Quan Alexander for the year, so I think that's really going to hurt them. But if that's if the Saints get home field advantage, I don't see anybody in that NFC. Um, do you think the 49ers could beat the, the the Saints in the Superdome in the playoffs? See, you always ring up playing them in the Superdome. That that's different. If the Niners stay with that record that they have, but they just, play the Saints also in two weeks as well. They do. Is that in New Orleans? I, I believe so. I got we got to look up that matchup. But it's that's, like the 49ers. I, I looked over their schedule. They still got to play Seattle twice. Green Bay yep. is on their docket as well, and as well as and as well as the Saints. The Seattle games are what I've been thinking about this whole as is eight no run. Yeah, going on. and they, they play, and they played them yet, and they played the Rams one more time, but this time they have Jalen Ramsey. It's still the Rams this season. Sun just the flavor is not the same as last. Oh, year. I'll, I'll I'll agree to that. It's just not the same, but. It it's is a, a matchup that you need to be concerned about. Yeah, and it's also a divisional game, so it's like exactly. it can sway. That's why way. you need to be concerned about that. Yeah. That's you can't take that lightly. Yeah. Uh I, I'm going with the Niners there. Caitlin, we you can you can pick between the Niners, Saints, Packers, and for you we will throw in the Bears. Who is running the NFC? Uh, well, I'm gonna say the Bears. Um, I think that the Bears are gonna be 
you guys listed. So I'm going to say the Niners. Now, this, like I said, I'm always going to go for the Bears. In my mind, the Bears are going to win the Super Bowl this year. I know that's probably unrealistic to most people, but it's how I feel. But if I'm just talking the Niners, Saints, and Packers, I'm going to go with the Niners because I feel like they're built more like a championship team. They have a solid defense. They get after the quarterback. And then they have a great rushing attack. And then they have a solid quarterback. Jimmy G, I kind of was a little bit, I don't know. I thought he was getting overhyped a little, but then I watched that game. Yes, it was the Cardinals, like you guys said, but yep. watching him just like move out of the pocket and making things happen, like being spontaneous, those little things that kind of matter when it comes to a quarterback. It's not, he's basically just, it's the offense kind of goes through that, that rushing attack and he kind of is just there to not mess it up. And then you got, you got to give props to Kyle Shanahan. He's, He's an offensive genius. He needs his he, he needs like his respect right now. He's Absolutely top five play caller. He is. Yeah, for sure. Saints, I will give a, a little bit of credit to the Saints. We did fake them recently, and I think Sean Payton, like no matter who's the quarterback, he's called he's got this whole offense just running no matter who's who's that quarterback. So I gotta give props to them, but I think Niners are gonna be more successful when it comes to the playoffs. I, I, I really I'm I'm so happy we have a woman of culture on here who understands what she's talking about because Chris is over here talking this Packers stuff non nonstop every week. Nobody no, nobody likes a brown nose, Freeman. Uh, I'm not brown nosing. I'm just happy we have somebody on here who agrees with me. No, I, I agree. No, I literally just said the four, the 49ers have the 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 staple to win a play to win playoff games in January, and the Saints. Have probably the toughest home field advantage throughout the only NFC. I still heard you mention every week we've been on here, you picked the Packers to be in that NFC championship game. Because now, they would. have you said the Niners? I, first of all, me and you have both said, like, before, if you don't believe in the 49ers now, then it's just too late for you. You have not said that they'd be in the NFC championship game. Every week I hear Saints and I hear Packers. You are never picked. What? You got to just give. It's Kyle Shanahan. It's Boza. It's Richard Sherman. We've said the chemistry is there too. Okay, but they survived the Thursday night without injuries. Okay. R.I.P. George Kittle's knee sorta. Okay, but two Seahawks games. I still. For, you need to see that. Two Seahawks games. The Saints game. The Packers game. If they both, even if I don't even care if they even lose those games. If like if those games are close, competitive, and it's just like it's like if an inch, and it lose like within an inch of a ball. It's like okay. I can firmly believe that this team can actually do damage in January. They have the formula for it. I'm a big believer in Kyle, in Kyle Shanahan. They actually have good leadership down there uh, in Jimmy Garoppolo, who has been around Bill Belichick and Kyle Shanahan. I, I absolutely am just a huge fan of George Kittle. I think he's that high-energy guy yeah. that, that that locker room needs. Richard Sherman, uh, world-class professional. Um, when he's not, you know, lying about, you know, certain interactions with certain quarterbacks that we're not going to get into. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hit the next one. Who's the midseason MVP? Do you want to go first on this one? Yeah. Go first on this. Let's hear it. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson? Wow, I didn't see that one coming. What, you thought I was going to say Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I did too. First of all, I really did. First of all, I am touchdowns, Chris. First of all, first of all, I am not one dimensional like you try to peg me to be. (laughs) But you love, you love, you love you some AA Ron, man. Be honest. Do you want to rethink about that pick again? No, Sean Watson. Why? 
Not a good offensive line. Not a, not a good running game. Will Fuller's been in and out of the lineup. So everybody was like, oh, man, but he's got a top five wide receiver. And yeah, and who else? That's really it. Yeah. Like I was saying at the bar the other night, I'm like, it's crazy how good the Texans are just with Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. That's enough to get them in the playoffs and win a game every single year, in my opinion. Every year, those two are enough. J.J. Watt exiting every year early. Yeah, Javion Clown is gone, so it's like, what else do you really have in that front seven? It's like Honey Badger go. There's really not a lot there to celebrate other than Deshaun Watson. And you know what? I'll even go one further. It's like, as much as I love also Patrick Mahomes, I'm just like, there's not real, with the exception of the MVP, it's like I watch both of them play. It's like there's no real true significant gap between Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. I just don't see it. Uh, I feel like Deshaun Watson, for what he can't make up in that one-of-the-kind arm strength that Patrick Mahomes had, I feel like Watson can make it up with a 50-yard run. True. His ability to decipher defenses, even given the limited time that he's going to have behind that offensive line, is a second to none. I love watching his pregame, uh, a postgame reports of like he just explains to the reporters, reporters like breaking down like what's he seeing like on this specific play. I definitely love a film guy, and I love that. Yeah, I need that in a young quarterback. But I feel like I feel like he does the most for that team, given everything else is like working against him. It's like Russell Wilson sure. is like Russell Wilson is also like uh, a second in my a second on my list as well. But I feel like Deshaun Watson has more responsibilities. In regards to Houston's success, as regards to Russell Wilson, I like that pick. I'm very surprised by that. Caitlin, what's your what, what, what's your angle? So you mentioned you just mentioned him, uh, Russell Wilson. That's my guy. And for everything you said, how Deshaun Watson has like nothing around him, I think that's what I think when I think of Russell Wilson. He pretty much is that offense. And imagine where that team would be without him. And you think, I mean, look at his stat line: 17 touchdowns, one interception. And I just think all the years of work he's put in, and he just finally deserves to win MVP because he, they really, you think the, the Seahawks of old used to be about their defense and running game, and now it's completely opposite. It's just basically Russell Wilson and everybody else, and I think he finally deserves to get his MVP. Yeah, he's definitely been changing that narrative, like, for, especially over the past few years. I always said that Russell Wilson was a top five quarterback nobody ever wants to talk about, and everybody was like, no, what, but he won it because of the defense. I'm like, watch Russell Wilson play. Don't look at the defense. Russell Wilson doesn't play defense. Just watch. watch him. I mean, you know, Chris, you really pick our guests pretty well. I'll give you that. Uh, I am also going with Russell Wilson. I'm going to hit the bell on this a couple times. Russell Wilson. It's really no competition in my opinion. There's really nobody else I could consider. I do like your Deshaun Watson pick. I feel like he's just a junior version of this campaign that Russell Wilson is putting on. Yeah. I want to say those numbers again one more time. 17 touchdowns, one interception. As a man who used to sling the pigskin, those are numbers you dream about. Those are honestly numbers that you think, man, if I could do that, I could do anything. There's no, there's nobody who can stop me, and that's how I feel about Russell Wilson. There's nobody who can stop this man. Only, only Pete Carroll. He's the only one. And I mean, if we get to the one one yard line, we'll figure it out again if he can stop him. Uh, 
what else do I even need to say about this man? I mean, not, not nothing really. It's really nothing else I can say. You know, you heard some people saying maybe Christian uh, McCaffrey. I, I I was with that for a little bit. I was. Yeah, I was. But but probably past two weeks I've kind of fallen. But off I'm more leaning towards like offensive player of the year, maybe Christian McCaffrey, like yeah, Dalvin Cook. Give him that. Give him the runner up. Give him that. That's why I've always viewed the offense player of the year award. Just runner up. Uh, Russell Wilson. There's nobody like him, bar none. There's people who would like to imitate the things they do, and to a degree they they can. But do they win the game when they do what he does? I don't believe that they do. Russell Wilson is the MVP of the league, and it's been like that since week one, in my opinion. Yeah. This dude has just been balling out nonstop, and this is art, what we're seeing. We're seeing a lot of quarterbacks put together masterpieces, but what Russell Wilson is doing – this is this is just ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> I'm loving every second of it. But also, I want to look this up uh, because if Watson wins MVP. I'm like, when was the last time that you had two two quarterbacks in the same draft class to win uh, MVP? I think you had to go back to like Marino and like and probably like Elway. Yeah, I would say so. That's yeah. the only class I can think of. And wow, that's a really good class, man. Yeah. And I how did you say that? I kind of the same way about this draft class this draft class of quarterbacks yeah you know yeah you got the song out uh Trubisky, it's really good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I couldn't personally say deshaun watson because i'm just bitter and i'm petty you know <laughs> what I, I can't pick him because it's like everybody is always calling me out saying you could have deshaun watson you could have that's my favorite I, that- i'm going to ask you this kate if you were the GM that offseason going into the draft, you're in the war room. What don't use hindsight. What quarterback would you have taken? So back then, the quarterback I, I most wanted was Deshaun Watson. I'm not even gonna try to lie. I mean, no, she off win against Alabama. She's right. We went to school together. Yeah, I can confirm this. Yeah, I, I just because I ooh. think about. GWH. I was Mahomes that whole draft. I I watched the Ju, uh the John Gruden camp and I'm like, wow, this this kid can do every type of throw, even the ones you're not supposed to do, and he does them very well. And he's smart too. He's level headed. And I most of those intangibles also went with Deshaun Watson. Now Trubisky, I thought was gonna. I I was wrong. I thought he was going to be a good quarterback, just not the best in that class. So I always scrutinize the Bears trading up and taking the first quarterback and it being Trubisky. I'm like, no. If you traded down and you got him, I'm like, okay, cool. You got another player for later. Do it. You traded up. It took Trubisky, and I'd rather see Josh McCown. Yeah. Was the best quarterback in that draft. I remember and that. Fortunately. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, he kind of like came out of nowhere for me. I wasn't, to me, it was hmm. between Mitchell and Deshaun. Nobody was really like hyping up Patrick Mahomes. I remember and that I, too. I, I, 
it was always weird to me because I'm like, maybe these guys don't see the same same tape that I see. You know, it was the air raid offense yeah. over in Texas Tech, and people were like, well, that doesn't translate to the NFL. Yeah, shout out. People to always Kingsbury. skeptical. Yeah, people are always skeptical about Big Twelve offenses. Just I be- understand that. I was looking at his arm. I was not looking at the routes that were run, the scheme, none of that. I was looking at what his arm can do. And based off of that, I was like, he has the best arm, definitely the strongest arm, and I'm a sucker for that in every draft class. That's why I was hyped when the Raiders drafted Derek Carr. Kind of, you know, lukewarm on that now. Uh, It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not good either. It's a hot pocket. That's exactly what he is. I call him Hot Pocket. I'm like, it's not good. It's not bad. It's it's food. Uh, Mahomes, that's a steak dinner. That That's a steak dinner. I was like, why don't people realize that he's that boy? I get it's Texas Tech, but I, you don't want a steak dinner. And landed in the perfect know. situation. Yeah, he did. Having Andy Reid as your coach is always a great situation. And Deshaun Watson, he's done all this other than DeAndre Hopkins on his own. Mr. Jabisky hasn't inherited the best, you know, situation. His best receiver is Allen Robinson. I'll just let that speak for itself right there. Uh, and the coaching situation isn't the best. They finally realized last week that, you know, we drafted David Montgomery. Maybe we should run the ball. <laughs> and what okay, happened? I got I, I to jump in real quick. Let me hear so- it. Yeah. Where Mitchell was drafted into a situation. Let's look back. John Fox and Dow Loggins, our offense was run, run, pass, run, run, pass, run, run, pass. Yep. And they would not allow Mitchell to do anything. So it was pretty much his first year. Just throw that out. Don't even look at that. That was my problem with his first year. I'm like, let the young boy throw the ball. Right. And they wouldn't. And then with Matt Nagy, let's not get on this, like, knockdown Matt Nagy. He has his faults, but he also does come from Andy Reid, where Andy Reid has a history of not running the football. True. Very true. Oh yeah, we know Doug Peter. We see watch Doug Peterson coach every week. We know. Yeah, we know. We got good. We draft running backs and we don't use them. Same same boat. Or or trade for him. Yeah, and also Matt Nagy also came into a situation where he inherited Mitchell Trubisky. He didn't pick him. That's always a bad situation for a coach. You would like to be able to pick your guy, but right, yeah, under he circumstance. Say, Matt, Matt Nagy did say that during that draft that the Chiefs did meet with Mitchell, and then when they did have like a six-hour sit-down with him, he actually got to know Mitchell and thought he was, you know, a good quarterback. But obviously, they went with Patrick Mahomes. So, I mean, Matt Nagy he could just be that's good but you really want to be the guy to pick your quarterback speaking of quarterbacks uh all right Bengals or miami who can rebuild faster both of them i think both situations in cincinnati and miami come down to the quarterback position now andy dalton 
just got benched in Cincinnati, which I'm going to play the soundbite over this later. Andy Dalton is awful. I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. I've never heard you just outright say that about a quarterback. He's just awful. He, he's awful. He's awful to watch. <laughs> Like, I mean, I've never had a good time watching him play quarterback. Like, I thought there would be minor. Obviously, there's still a bad offensive line, but it's like there's nothing changed about Andy Dalton throughout the entire time I watched him from Marvin Lewis and Hugh Jackson coaching him. Well, Hugh Jackson, well, Hugh Jackson was coaching him as a Pro Bowler, but there's nothing, there's nothing else you need to see from Andy Dalton at this point where it's like, okay, this guy can turn it around. He got benched on his birthday. That was his birthday? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh. How old did he turn? I think he was 30, 32. They let this man be the quarterback till he was 32? Yeah. Oh, my God. He was in that same draft class with uh, Cam Newton and Kyle Kaepernick. No. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh, God. These years went by. These years went by and he did nothing. He doesn't even have a playoff win. Nope. Oh, my goodness. Well, okay. So, rebuilding Cincinnati and Miami. Who do you think is going to do this faster? The Miami New Grounds, my fault. The Miami New Grounds are ahead of the curve. And I think that's not fair. Okay. And Here. they're my pick because yeah. they'll be the faster rebuild. Because one, it's easy to rebuild when you have draft capital. They have three first round picks this year, two first rounds the second year. Because, and I believe they have two seconds this year because you, you traded Minka Fitzpatrick. You traded your best offensive lineman, Larry Tunsil, for two first-round picks. Great move. Um, so I feel like going forward, if you don't even want to pick a quarterback next year, if you just rebuild that offensive line and like use those picks to like retool your defense, Josh Rosen can start for you next year and get a proper evaluation for you next year. And but if you feel like he's not your guy, you still have two first-round picks next year. Maybe you could trade up to get like Trevor Lawrence or like Joe Burrows or like Justin Fields. Who knows? But I think Miami's going to be a lot faster because you have the drive capital. Not to mention, and this is the smart thing they did. They got ahead of the curve, and they were sellers at the right time. They sold just about every single, you know, top asset they can get. Minka Fitzpatrick, Laurie Tunsil, uh, Kenyon Drake, they traded at the trade deadline to Arizona. They, they really are the 76ers at the NFL. Yeah. Right got to trust that process. And that's the thing. It's like they know when to sell at the right time as opposed to like Cincinnati. It was like, we're just going to hold on to A.J. Green just because. Now, see, that can be viewed as a bad thing, and I understand that. Uh, I'm I'm going with the Bengals on this one. Okay. I think there's still a lot of moves that they can make that might be better than the Dolphins. The ability to trade during the draft is very underrated. Mm-hmm. Everybody's in the war room. You're getting nervous. Some GMs are probably going to get fired soon. Yeah. So they want to make these deals right away. And I'm not saying these are the deals that are going to keep them, you know, employed. I'm saying the opposite. These are probably the deals that are going to get them fired. And the Bengals need to be the guys who make those deals to make other GMs look terrible. And if they can do that during the draft, for, and I, I believe this game is won through the trenches, draft linemen of any type. Because we look at that offensive line. Joe Mixon don't desert us. Yeah. He don't. And I know you as a fantasy owner feel that way. I'm sorry. I wanted to draft him too. I was happy when it blew up. Please help. There's no helping. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help. Bengals. I'm talking about Joe Mixon. That's pretty much what he is. Please help. Hey, man. I want to help Joe Mixon. 
And I think the Bengals can do it. If they stay put, which they have so far, wait for the draft, make moves on draft night that have us all doing the Kenny Smith sound. Go home, ladies and gentlemen. It's over. If they can make those deals, which I think they have the capital to do so, they can put a line, defensive and offensive, more importantly, to make their team look better. Do not pick a quarterback this year. Wait. Wait till next year. Don't do it this year. I know all the prospects are there now, but if you put him in this weird situation where you might let your coach go, you don't have an offensive line, and now the quarterback's sitting there with all this change and turnover in his second year, it's going to be a bad situation. Mm -hmm. Wait. Miami, on the other hand, they, like you said, got ahead of the curve. I think they're in two totally different spots. And, you know, you're asking who can rebuild faster. It'll probably be Miami, but I'm more concerned about who does it right. And yeah. I think the Bengals can. All right. Caitlin, anything you want to throw in there on the Bengals or Miami? I know it's a shit storm, but yeah. But I, I kind of, I'm kind of with you guys. Uh, well, I think the Dolphins do have the right approach by them being just so aggressive and trading away their players. Like, they're not even trying to hide the fact that they're tanking. Bengals, I feel like they're not doing it right because, like you said, they're holding on to AJ Green and even yeah. just holding on to Andy Dalton. They waited till the last second to bench him, and then no chance even Andy Dalton's complaining. Like at least try to trade me or something. Very and, true. And and it's like the Bengals, they're just historically cheap as a franchise, so I have zero faith in them. The That's Dolphins, also true. Yeah, it's never the charges yeah. for the cheapest. So I think the Dolphins have the best chance to turn it around just because they're just not even trying to hide the fact that they're tanking. True. I try I try to be the devil's advocate on there. I, I, I believe in Cincinnati. I think they can make the right moves to get to the playoffs, but as they've done many times, getting to the playoffs is not the end of the journey. Win a game. Just win one game. I saw a meme that was just like, yo, you know how people put razor blades or whatever in kids' candies. Yeah. And just like, yo, be on the lookout. Watch out for that. Bengals tickets. Yeah, somebody put Bengals tickets in some in some kid's <laughs> pumpkin. I'm like, dog, don't do that. That's messed up. You going to make that kid sit through that game? Terrible. Treat the children better. Think That's of the children, man. Oh, I'm not even going to take a girl to a Bengals game for even a cheap date. That's just, I'm like, wow. No, yeah, that'll be your last date with whoever that is. Don't take her to a Bengals game. That's terrible. I don't care if they're giving the tickets away for free and let you play. Don't go. Oh, yeah. Well, if they're, fa- if they're facing, like, my team, like, they're facing the Bears, I'd want to go. I don't care. Ah, yeah, I guess. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah. That's I... the shame when your fan base has reached that point. As a Sixers fan, I live that life where it's like, oh, Timberwolves come to town? I watch that. Two terrible teams, and I like both of them. Should be a good game. Uh, it should never be $17 to get into the Wells Fargo, and it never will be again. Trust the process. R.I.P. R.I.P. Sam Hinkie didn't die for this. Uh, <laughs> all right. Last part, my favorite part, even though I'm terrible at it. I stopped tallying up how much you're beating me by in these picks. Once I got the 13, I was like, all right, man, you win. You got it. All right. I didn't even know I was even doing that. Yeah, right. man, I stopped telling you because I didn't want to see the grin on your face. Uh, you're beating <laughs> me by 13 plus. You, you got it. Top dog. I was waiting on that. Jimmy Johnson, baby. Top, Top dog. dog. <laughs> All right. Let's get with our picks. And let me get my butt kicked again, as is tradition. Uh, as all things should be. God, I hate it. All right. <laughs> We're not doing a Thursday night game, obviously. Texans, Jaguars. I'm, 
I want to go Jags on this. I'm going Jags. Oh, Miss You Mania? Yeah, man. I got him in fantasy. I like the kid. I like the mustache. You had me at the mustache. You going Texans. I got to go Texans. Uh, that's your you, MVP pick. Yeah, that's my MVP pick. Yeah. The Colts are much better than what I honestly thought. I had them at uh, eight wins because I felt like Frank Frank Reich, they were going to get up and play for that for that coach every single week. But they're a threat to win that division, and Houston needs to keep pace. They do need to keep pace. You already lost one in Indy in a game that you really shouldn't even lost to begin with. Yeah, shaking my head at that one. Yeah. Uh, that's oh, a tough one. Yeah, let's uh, – We'll we'll get we'll come back to this one later. Vikings and Chiefs. Vikings Chiefs. Uh, wait wait wait, Caitlin, how do you feel about Texans Jaguars? Uh, I'm just going with the Texans. I just think they're just they're better at quarterback, and I just true. think they're the better team. So this is true, but I like a nice mustache. I can't grow one myself. Going with Jaguars. Uh, Vikings Chiefs. This is a good one. Oh yeah, this is a very good one right here. Is Mahomes playing? I don't think so. I don't think he is. I think this is the last week he sits. He'll play next week. He doesn't even need to sit this week. It might be a game time decision, but I'm putting my money on he won't play. Uh, Vikings, Chiefs. I'm going to go Vikings on this. I'm going to go Vikings, too. Even if Mahomes plays, I'm going Vikings. If Mahomes plays, I would have picked Chiefs, but I'm going Vikings. Chiefs lost three straight games in Arrowhead. Um, Chief, yeah, the Chiefs have... She still doesn't have a really good defense. They did nothing in the trade deadline. Dalvin Cook is going to go off. I really believe he is. I got him in one of my fantasy teams. I love every second of it. Stay healthy, young man, and keep running. Uh, Caitlin, how how you feel about that one? Okay, I, I don't care who's that quarterback. I'm picking the Chiefs because, well, A, I need the Vikings to lose. B, I don't believe in Kirk Cousins. I feel like he has it in him to just he's, – he's due for one of those games where it's like, what are you doing, bro? He's and number then, two in quarterback ranking, though. No, he is trash. He <laughs> you talk about me and my Kirk Cousins slandering. Oh, God. <laughs> Chiefs need to win this one right here. Understandable. Colts, Steelers. Okay. I'm going Steelers, man. I really don't want to watch this game. That's that's what I'm going with. These are two teams that just piss me off because I'm like, you're a lot better than where you are right now. I know there's certain circumstances and injuries that are, you know, just they, they shake up the whole franchise. Cool. But you're not as bad as where you're at. You can be better. Colts actually are in a good spot, but I feel like they're even better than that. I'm going Colts on this one. I know the Steelers are home. I don't care about that home field advantage. Wave those towels all you want. I'm going Colts. I'm going Steelers in this one for the upset. I feel like Mason Rudolph is finally hitting a stride. I think they got the time. I think he's got the chemistry down with uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson. Um, who is their tight? Who's their tight end again? <laughs> I know this is terrible. Vance McDonald. Vance McDonald. <laughs> I'll never forget that stiff arm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I can never forget his name. He let me know who yeah. he is that week. Yeah. However, the one thing that does the one thing that does concern me, though, is James Conner is doubtful. So. That does. That does, like, put, like, a major damper. Jalen Samuel out there, then. I don't know. Is he healthy? Oh, I don't think he is, actually. No, so I think it's going to be Snell. Ugh. Yeah, but that Steelers defense has been really good this year. I think the addition of Mika Fitzpatrick has helped. T.J. Watt is honestly is doing the best he can to carry on that uh, that Watt mantra. Yeah, somebody's but, got to. Yes, yeah, but I think the Steelers are a lot better. I th- 
Mason Rudolph's getting better every single week. It's, it takes a, it takes a while. When you're coming off that cold off the bench, especially coming behind Ben Roethlisberger, it's going to take a while to get adjusted. True. Caitlin, your pick on that? Yeah, I'm with it. Let Marlon Mack get a touchdown for once, guys. Come on. Just let him get one. Uh, Jets-Dolphins. Love a good divisional game. Two teams that... You know, I say it every week. I know you like to slander the Dolphins and my fault, the New Browns. And I'm all for it. The Jets, I say it every week. They're not as bad as their record, man. I don't believe they're this bad. I just don't believe... C.J. Mosley being hurt hurts a lot that was your marquee free agent acquisition and they, it, it just hasn't worked out so far Le'Veon Bell is they tried to trade Le'Veon Bell and that's a bad look and the funny thing is is that the report was is that the Steelers inquired about trading for Le'Veon Bell <laughs> all right I'm gonna go out on a limb I got nothing to lose here I'm down like 2,000 uh I'm going Dolphins Dolphins beating the Jets. I got Dolphins too, honestly. What? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> come on. Uh, this is their best chance to get a win. A home game against the Jets team that's underperformed. Their only other opportunity is they play Cincinnati like in December. True. So this is their only other opportunity to get a win. Who wants to rebuild more? Uh, Caitlin, you got, are you going Dolphins as well? No, I'm going Jets. I mean, this is a toss-up, basically, who's worse. But, like, I go with the Jets. I think they might come in a little extra motivated. Their players feeling like they're trying to trade them away. So maybe they'll have a little extra pep in their step. So I'm going with the Jets. It's either that or they just don't want to play because you tried to trade us. It, it's either or. I'm hoping they come out with a pep in their step. But I'm betting on the Dolphins somehow pulling out a win. They're home, too, if that matters. Yeah. Does that matter? Now it doesn't matter. No. 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 <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Redskins, Bills. Ooh, speaking of games I don't want to watch. Uh, go, Bills. Easy. They just got smacked in the mouth last week by none other than the Eagles. Uh, go, Bills here. Bills, it's going to be Haskins' first start, and that is going to be a really rough game for him. Haskins is going to be a much better quarterback when he's not on the Redskins. Yeah, definitely. Oh my God, Patriots just do the right thing. No, ew, ew, go, ew. Go no. The... What's the opposite of ringing the bell? Do I throw the bell? No, no. We're not doing that. No. He deserves better. What? So he could be the new Jacoby Brissett? Yes. Ew. I will be fine with that. Oh my God. What more for your people? Come on. What's you... wrong with Jacoby Brissett? Nothing. It's just I'd rather be Deshaun Watson. Uh. Caitlin, hopefully you have some common sense here and you're not hoping on Jacoby Brissett Jr. winning a game here. Who are you going with? I'm going with the Bills. I think they have a pretty solid defense. And I just have to point out, Redskins are just trashing the franchise. <laughs> change I, I, the name already. Just Yeah, change the name and actually care about your players. Oh, yeah, that Trent, that Trent Williams story. We're not even going to talk about the Trent Williams story. That actually made me sad the other day. I was like, how can you do that to people that you employ that are supposed to be like family to you? How do you treat people like that? Got to love gotta love team doctors. Oh, man, let's not even get into that. that. That was terrible. We'll save that for another time. Yeah, terrible. 
Uh, Titans, Panthers. Uh, God, this is just games I don't want to watch this week. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> Titans, Panthers. I don't even know. Usually we Rochambeau for this one, but I'm going to. All right, uh, let me go with my runner-up MVP. I'm going Panthers on this. CMC, give us something cool here. I'm going to go Titans. You know, Titans, you really never pick the Titans. I listen to all these playbacks. You never pick the Titans. I don't know. Maybe Ryan Tannehill did something last week. So maybe Say that again. Ryan use Tan- as a soundbite. Ryan Tannehill actually did something last week. That's your text ring when you call me now. I hope you know that. Uh, <laughs> Kayla, what you going with in this, this crap fest? Uh, I'm going Panthers. I think they're they're on a little bit of a like hot streak. I don't know. Kyle Allen is better than we thought, so I think I'm going with Panthers. They need Cam Newton back. No, they don't need Cam no, Newton. Cam Newton's right. going to be the quarterback of the Denver Broncos. No, you mean the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Ugh. Ugh. I Ugh. see everybody talking about the Bears getting Cam Newton. I can be down with that. I'll be him in Chicago. I'll be cool with that. That, re- that RPO with him, David Montgomery. Oh, Ooh. you. Yeah. Yeah, ring that bell. Yeah, ring the bell on that. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, I know. You'll get your favorite quarterback ever in Cam Newton. But does she not really like Cam Newton? Clemson. Who doesn't like a Clemson quarterback? He's from Auburn. Oh, my fault. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I don't watch people who don't get paid. I'm sorry. Uh, they're, they're about to get paid. Oh, yeah. Good for them. Mate, I still won't watch Oh, Kayla, what were you about to say? Think of the children, Caitlin. All those touchdown footballs that the kids can have. Come on. Come on. Von Miller ruined, ruined, ruined that man's career. No, Cam Newton did that to himself when he didn't die for that fumble. Anyway. I'm not, first of all, Cam Newton is just like me and you when we played those uh, that fo- those football kids. I don't recall what you're talking about. I'm not played. dying for this field. I, man, it was Christmas Eve. I'm not getting hurt on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Uh, Lions Raiders. This is actually a good game, in my opinion. I might actually watch this one. Might be a shootout. This, I'm hoping it is. I was thinking the same thing. Uh, I picked the Raiders to only have four wins this year. They have three. So I'm going to go Lions. Going Oakland. Gruden. You just keep doing this to me. Every week you go Oakland. Gruden Grinders, baby. Oh, God. He's going to run Josh Jacobs into the ground. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, definitely. 100%. You remember uh, Cadillac Williams? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Remember, remember Tyrone Wheatley? If I see somebody with that jersey, I'm like, man, really? Did you pay $5 for that? That's I don't know. Let's ask Hodges. <laughs> I don't know. What about uh, you, Caitlin? Lions or Raiders? I'm actually going with the Raiders. They're actually surprising me this year. They're way better than I thought they would be. And John Green actually has like their offense kind of running. I don't like pretty... it. I, don't know. I think he's dead. I saw, obviously, I saw them against the Bears against the Raiders, and I saw the way they just took Khalil Mack out of the game. So I was like, hey, yeah. props to them. They're way better than I thought. They had to. That man was embarrassing them every and, time. And I'm just letting you know, we do have you on record on saying this. So... <laughs> If you ever talk bad about, you know, John Gruden never again, we do got you on audio. John Gruden no, took Khalil Mack no, out of the game. I love I John Gruden. He, he gave me Khalil Mack. <laughs> As a somewhat Raiders fan, I'm like, oh, man, that still hurts to this day. 
I'm like, that man had almost as many sacks as we had all last season. It's beautiful, yeah. Oh, God. Here come the Raiders. That, the Raiders aren't going anywhere. You stop it. Uh, Buccaneers, Seahawks. Wildcard team next year. Buccaneers, Seahawks is a quick one. Going Seahawks. Seahawks. I'm never betting on Jameis Winston. That man had, what, seven turnovers, six turnovers two weeks ago. Ridiculous. Yeah, in London, yeah, he did. Yeah, I'm not betting on him. Let's move past that one. Packers, Chargers. Caitlin, I know you're going Packers on this, so I'm going to ask Chris first. Who are you going Actually, with? No. <laughs> well, because everything's I'm going to go against the Packers. I actually picked, picked the Packers. Oh, really? I was being sarcastic. You really going Packers? I don't no. blame you. I don't blame you. I, I hope, like, me saying this is, like, the kiss of death and it jinxes them. But, like, I think... And there think... goes the motive. <laughs> no, but honestly, I think uh, just because looking at the Chargers situation, yeah, they beat us, but by the skin of their teeth, I don't think they're that good. So it's me like neither. I kind of have to go with the Packers. I think there's gonna be a resounding three here. Uh, yeah, Packers. Packers. I already knew where you were going, sir. Wherever Aaron Rodgers. Packers. Goes. Packers in the shootout. This man has a State Farm shirt on right now. Just, just a huge fan. Number twelve, baby. Oh god. Anyway, Browns. Y'all gonna miss him when he retires. Uh no. Uh, <laughs> Browns Broncos. I'm going Cleveland. I'm going Broncos, man. I'm done with Cleveland. I'm done. The Bron- The Browns are what I thought the Raiders would be. <laughs> They, they really are. So I thought the Raiders would be terrible. At least they'll be in games. Did you not see what the – I know it was the Patriots, but did you not see what they did to the Browns? Good old Nick Chubb. Oh, my goodness. Nick Chubb doesn't fumble. Then, like – That's how good their defense is. They're yeah. just like, you know what? Forget them. Just get the ball out of them. 60-yard run, forget it. <laughs> They're just – oh, God, the Patriots are scared. I think about their defense every day of the week, and it's annoying. I'm thinking about them now, and we should be talking Browns-Broncos. I'm, I'm going Broncos. I, I'm done with the Browns. Caitlin, are, are you done with the Browns, too? She never oh, I, never was, I never was with the Browns. I thought they were going to begin with. And Baker Mayfield, I think Baker Mayfield is like a bum. I don't like him as a person. I, I'm, I'm just going with the, I'm going with the Broncos because I just – I I'm, the Browns are just awful. Uh. Are you taking Johnny Manziel or are you taking Baker Mayfield? Well, if you have to compare to Johnny Manziel, obviously I'm taking Baker Mayfield, but Baker Mayfield still is pretty trash. At least Johnny Manziel is trying to atone for his sins. Ooh. Baker Mayfield is just like, nah, everybody's wrong I'm not, except me. No, I'm not I'm not taking the quarterback that failed at the at CFL. I mean, you're not wrong. Are we <laughs> are we still doing that Canadian Football League fantasy football or no? We could do XFL. Yeah, I was joking. He just had to double up on it. Uh, oh, I thought I thought I was joking. <laughs> Patriots, Ravens, going Ravens. Lamar Jackson. I'm gonna stand up on this because the Cardinals already played. I didn't get to do my usual stand for Kyler Murray. Lamar Jackson is gonna show the Patriots something that they've never seen before: a running quarterback who can also sling that rock. They will run trick plays. The defense will get a couple stops because I'm not sold on the Patriots offense. It'll work out for these guys. I'm pretty sure they saw that when they played Russell Wilson. Hey, hey, hey. You're right about that. But they didn't see it twice. And they're going to see it again. Lamar Jackson, I think he pulls out the win here, and he will be the marquee black quarterback in the NFL other than Russell Wilson, of course. And Deshaun Watson. 
No, this puts him ahead of Deshaun Watson if he wins this game against the Patriots. Okay. Undefeated, just just pimp smacking the whole league for some reason. Okay. This is their first real matchup, in my opinion, and I think the Patriots lose it. Okay. I'm going Baltimore. Oh! If the Patriots are going to lose, it has to be here. Ravens have everything going for them. Sure. They're at home. They have the Patriots on the road. I'm not sold on the Patriots' offense at all. Maybe that's also the reason why they got Muhammad Sanu. Yeah, I don't think they're Their defense is 100% legit, though. I don't care about the level of competition. I don't care if you play 15 Sam Darnolds and Josh Rosens every single week. <laughs> if, if it was that good, then every defense should be doing this. True, true. true. But it's going to be a close game, a defensive battle. I think the first to get two touch, two offensive touchdowns win this. But even still, I got the Ravens probably winning on a game-winning field goal. All right. I don't know. I, I, I really feel like this has got to be the game as well. Caitlin, how do you feel? Actually, I'm with you guys 100%. I, I was picking Ravens to get this upset win. Like you said, it's in Baltimore. And I think Lamar Jackson and just their running game as a whole, I think it's going to be something that the defense is it's, – it's, like you said, it's going to be different, a, a different challenge. And I just think the defense will have a bad day because they won't be able to stop it. Yeah. And also, out of all the coaches in the in the NFL, John Harbaugh is the only one that can get uh, Bill Belichick's number time and time again. Sure. So, if they're going to lose, then the Ravens are the team to do it. And we got one of my favorite matchups to not watch every year, Cowboys-Giants. You, you watch Monday Night Football games? I mean, I catch the end of them, and I won't be watching this one. Who, who are you going with? I'll go with the opposite. I hope both teams lose. I hope it's a tie. Oh, dang. Then I guess I can't pick a tie. Yeah, no. Who are you going with? Oh, Dallas. Dallas? Going with the Giants. Big blue, baby. Who are you going with, Caitlin? Uh, Cowboys, just because they're a better team. True. True. All right. I, I just hope everybody gets And uh, we skipped over one for obvious reasons. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, you 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 might you just say your pick and then just let me and Caitlin have the floor. This is- I'll even put my headphones down for this. It's all you guys. I'm going Eagles beating the Bears. You guys take it away. Okay, so before I uh, I came to before I came and like we started doing our show, I actually listened to your recent episode between uh, you breaking down the Eagles Bears matchup, and uh, I know obviously your pick is Chicago to win, specifically thirty-one to sixteen. Okay, first off, the Eagles need this win. If they lose to the Patriots, that's if they beat Chicago and they lose to New England, that's fine. They're five and five. But the Eagles need to start racking up NFC wins because if they start losing out on the on the, in the uh, divisional race to Dallas, they're going to need those tie-breaking wins against NFC opponents. The fact that listen, I think Carson wins. I think they found a really good formula with them running the football with Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard. Carson Wentz is getting a major weapon back at Deshaun Jackson, which opens up the entire playbook and the field. 
because if Deshaun Jackson is over the top, if you put Eddie Jackson on him, then you get all Sean on Prince of Mukamara, and that's just a matchup. I would take 10 out of 10 every single week. And that also opens up for Dallas Goddard. Zach Ertz over the middle as well. Deshaun Jackson just having that deep threat back opens up that entire offense. And I'm not sold on And I've been watching Chicago over the past few weeks. That defense has not been the same since Akeem, Akeem Hicks went down. So I feel like there's going to be opportunities for them to open up, you know, running lanes, and then that's just going to open up the play action over the top for Deshaun. Well, yeah, Jordan Howard loves playing for contact, so... against us in the playoffs, right? Yeah. He did. Against Avante. Yeah. Uh, uh, against, uh, against the Eagles secondary that had to play a rookie, Avante Maddox, Cravon LeBlanc, and Rasul Douglas. You like Rasul Douglas. Yeah, I know. I got Allen Robinson on my fantasy team. I know. But if they get to the red zone, yeah. But the Eagles well, calling. I guess that defense they will. <laughs> but it has to be. But if it is, it's probably going to be in the air. The Eagles are still one of the better run-stopping defenses. That's even with all the injuries to the off the defensive line. We're getting a big piece back in uh, Tim Jernigan, who's probably one of the better run-stuffers in uh, the football to play alongside with Fletcher Cox. So the game tomorrow has to going to be win on Mitchell Trubisky's shoulders. Yeah, very true. And I'll take that. 10 times out of 10. I don't want David Montgomery to beat me. I'd rather just put that game in Mitchell Trubisky's hands. I feel safer with that. I think in turn, I, I do agree with you that the Eagles defense are good at stopping the run. I still think the Bears should try to get 
Stephen Montgomery involved. Just to, don't trust going to the game saying, well, we know they're good at stopping the run. We're not even going to try. Just oh, I agree with that. Run. You should always establish a run, period. No matter right. how bad but you are. True. Now, Mitchell, this is my, okay, I'm, I still have a glimmer of hope that he can still turn it around for the season. And I think this could be the kickstart. And I think we're really just hit, like, rock bottom. And he's done a lot of self-evaluating this past week. And I think his issue has been he's getting in his head and trying to, you know, all the pressure and the expectations this season. It's kind of he's trying to do too much, and he just needs to kind of get back to backyard football and just go out there and just throw the football down the field and not try to think too much about it. And I think he – I'm holding out hope, especially against this Eagles secondary, that he could have like a breakout game. So what do you guys think the final score will be on this one? Well, we already know her final score. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, 31 to 16. We're going to get a dominant win. Oh, God. Chris? 27-16. What you guys in sixteen? Uh, I don't. I don't really do scores. I just hope everybody has a fun time out there and nobody gets hurt. No, going Eagles twenty-one-seven. Oh, okay. Holding them. I don't believe in that offense. I just don't. I, I, I really don't believe in the Bears' offense. And that's having David Montgomery. If they can stick to actually giving him the ball, my score would change. I just don't believe it. I think they're going to view last week against the Chargers as a failure. And I'm like, no, it wasn't. And it definitely wasn't Montgomery's fault. Give that boy the ball. He is the second best player on that offense. I'll throw Allen Robinson in front of him since apparently we like Allen Robinson on this show now. Uh, the guy's balled out everywhere he's gone. The guy made, made a Pro Bowl with Blake Bortles at quarterback. I will never forgive yeah, him. Yeah, he went from Blake Bortles to Mitchell Trubisky. He's I do not him. care what he does. I drafted him three years ago. He got hurt on the first drive. I'll never forgive Allen Robinson. No. That's not like a you problem. That, it is a me problem. I will never get over it. No, he could help it. The first drive? You got hurt on the first drive? Come on, man. Him and Tyler Eifert. I will never forgive those two. What about Deshaun Watson, then? That was my fault. He <laughs> dropped 40 back-to-back weeks. I didn't play him. As soon as I put him in the starting lineup towards ACL, I'm like, come on, man. Oh, well. Guys, as usual, it's been great running it back with you. Rather, you know, just do this every day. But once a week is good enough. I think we all get our fill. Yep. It was great having our guest, Caitlin. Give a plug to your podcast real quick. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. And, yes, my podcast, and you can follow it on Twitter at, at Bear Down Girl Pod. But I drop two episodes during the season, two episodes per week, Tuesday and Friday, to preview and then recap the games. So, you know, hey, I do – it's not just all – I throw in some other takes in there, too. It's just not all bears. But if you want to hear – my, I mean, as of recent, I've kind of been criticizing Mitchell Trubisky, so you guys might get a, you know, a little, <laughs> you might like to hear that, so, yeah. Oh, I would love that. I'm just waiting for your Benny the Bull podcast. Oh, God, <laughs> Benny the Bull is a legend, man. <laughs> Him and Harry the Hawk, I just love them both. I don't know, yeah, who would win in the fight between the Fanatic and Benny the Bull? Benny the Bull, man, he's a savage. Now, you throw Gritty in there, everybody's dead. Everybody's it was a battle royale with everybody, all the mascots ever in it. Yeah, gritty, gritty. wins, murders everybody. <laughs> just Thanos gritty, snap. Gritty is pretty much just the worst of South Jersey and South Philly. He is. He's one 
walking. No, he doesn't talk, but he's just a walking crap post, and I love it. It just embodies Philly. I think my favorite gritty meme was like, it's just a picture of just him. He was like, anybody got a stick? <laughs> just in front of a Wawa. Anybody got a stick? It's like, man, you know I got cigarettes. Leave me alone. <laughs> anyway, guys, always good running back. Take it easy out there. Much love to you once again, unless you're a Dallas fan. And, Caitlin, be safe tomorrow because you are going to the game. Oh, Yes, Ooh. I am going to the game. My first ever game, so I'm super excited. Everybody be nice to me, please. Oh, oh yeah. And, uh, I don't speak for them. Oh, yeah. By the way, just one question. Are you going to take a picture right next to a trash can saying, I just found Mitchell Trubisky's brother? <laughs> Ooh. That, that's out of pocket. Come on now. Somebody did that? Oh, okay. We should do that. There's yeah. enough trash cans. This whole city's a trash can. Let's just do that. Yeah. Anyway, go birds. Go birds. Take it easy, y'all. Go bears. Oh, no, 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 no. We don't do that here. We don't do that here. <laughs>